Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.
and I managed to do it without messing it up. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> hello, 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 all. Welcome to the Scottish Rugby Podcast, uh, brought to you by the Scottish Rugby Blog. Um, tonight, as you will see, we have no no leader in the chair. Um, our our uh, Cami is not with us tonight, so he has passed on the uh, the, the the responsibility to vice captain uh, myself, John Anderson. Um, we're also we're quite sure numbers tonight, Craig. It's it's almost it's almost like you know um, it's a cold winter's night, and nobody can be bothered turning up to training. It definitely is. It has a smacking of uh, of rugby here. I must say, a rugby club feeling for it definitely. It's been left to the follically challenged uh, to deal with uh, to deal with tonight. I mean that that genuinely could describe most of us. Let's be fair. That is very um, true. That is very true. You know what was it? Cami and the Follicle Challenge Three was the name of the band. We we thought we were <laughs> we were going to start, but uh, but yes. Yeah, so welcome welcome everyone joining us tonight. Uh, we'll 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 take a whistle stop tour through some of the comings and goings of Scottish rugby this week, and maybe have a wee think about the upcoming Six Nations match at the weekend. Um, obviously, you can find us on all the usual um, podcast sites. This goes out as a podcast tomorrow. You'll find us on all, all your usual places, Acast, etc., etc., etc. Cami always tells you, please leave some positive reviews. We we we, we love a positive review, but uh, also apparently it helps with algorithms. So leave us some nice wee reviews. Um, we would be most most grateful if you could do that. We also have a Patreon uh, account, so if you are, if you cannot get enough of this quality patter and you want to support the podcast a wee bit more, you can head over to patreon.com slash scottishrugby. Uh, you'll see the details down here. I'll change the banner. Uh, there it is there. It's just coming along the banner just now. If you're listening to audio, that will make no sense to you, but you'll just have to deal. Uh, yeah, patreon.com slash Scottish Rugby Podcast, where you can subscribe and get exclusive content, including our weekly Hands in the Ruck, which may include certain numbers of swearies. Um, I'm sure there'll be plenty for me and Craig to get our teeth into tonight. Um, you also get access to our super secret Facebook page where you get to um, submit content for for our uh, for us to have some good fun uh, and and call out on the pod. But yes, away from the sales pitch tonight, Craig, we are going to we're going to start with. So I managed to rattle through that sales pitch quite quickly. You've done Six, very well. Uh, done yeah, very well. So the cre- credits is like three minutes, and then oof. I'm, Getting better at it. It's because we don't have any sponsors to have to plug. So if anybody yeah. does, does want to sponsor us, two falically challenged gentlemen, please, you know, you know where we are. It looks like of the, for those that aren't watching online, it's, uh, it looks like someone has given me a certain brand of uh, uh, head polish tonight because the, 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 the light is shining off my dome quite you, easily. You are, you are getting, there is a definite, like, I'm, I'm not going to lie, Craig, it looks a little bit like like you've got a bit of a halo and we know that we know that's no true so well to be perfectly honest you never know uh, with my uh, my fellow cult members maybe yeah. maybe ascending to a certain area <laughs> you know you've paid to get up to the next year so you get a halo <laughs> uh, well it depends if they've paid enough for me to to go up to the uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly, exactly. Right, so let's let's crack on <clears throat> with the news. So for, first things, let's 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 talk internationally. We'll come to club game in a wee minute. Internationally, um, the the attritional nature of the Six Nations has uh, has saw Gregor Townsend has added six new players to the Six Nations squad to take on France, whilst uh, a few have dropped out. Um, second rows in particular, Johnny Gray and Scott Cummings, both out injured, so they've yeah. dropped out the squad. Cameron Redpath, injured yet again. Yeah. Surely not. Please not. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we, we got like 20 minutes out of him. So, um, fingers crossed. I, I don't know. Uh, have you heard anything on Redpath's injuries? I've, I've, I've heard nothing on him at the moment. Um, I'm hoping it's just a, 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 they've, they've returned to their clubs. So, um, I don't know if uh, I'm hoping it's nothing major. And we haven't seen any pictures of him with... Uh, uh, you know, I'm doing fine in a hospital or anything like that. So obviously, yeah. uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, it's just a minor thing. Well, that that is the wonder of social media, isn't it? Because obviously, with players, you know, obviously we saw that with Jamie Ritchie uh, recently as well. It is kind of the indicator that yes, I am I'm going to be not playing rugby for a wee while uh, yeah. when you when you get the hospital picture. We've also had Rory Sutherland is out of the Six Nations with uh, bro- broken rib. What's mm. the suggestion? Which, having broken a rib, it is not terribly comfortable. It's certainly not something I want someone to be uh, rattling into with their shoulder uh, um, at the next uh, the next game. You know. Yes. Uh, I think I'll be. I think I'd be quite happy to take some uh, some break time. Yes, I think that's a sensible course of action. And then, no mention of injury, but I'm going to pull this up just because we know my views. Having Sebastian has also dropped out of the squad. That yeah, one. and I, I'm gutted. <laughs> you know, uh, where I was hoping, well, he's he's had his one cap, so he is going to join um, uh, join Daryl Marfo um, in the uh, the the front row, the Tunis front row um, collection of uh, single or double caps. The insolence of one hit wonders. Although Marfo did get two caps, yeah, so. and he did very well as well. To be that was the thing; stuff. he was absolutely outstanding in that autumn series. Having Sebastian on the other hand, um, we've no. not seen enough of him. Yeah, we've not seen enough of him. Really. Well, you know, and that's the thing. I think we we always we always talk about players getting their opportunity when when you can't get a game for air when you're in Scotland, then you probably shouldn't be getting a game for the for the, the Scottish national team. Probably. Yes, yeah. I, yeah, it's difficult. Um, it's also difficult for the guy because, you know, he's, what, he's, I think he's even third choice for Scarlets at the moment. So Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he's very rarely on their bench as well. So, again, just a very... and You know, I've said that one. a few times. It's a strange... It is. It's a very yeah. odd one. Yeah. But anyway, he's he's winging his way back to the Scarlets to, to go and, well, not bench warm for them. Maybe maybe well, I, hope he's, I hope he's all right anyway. Aye, aye. I hope so. Um uh so the call ups, so th- those are the, the, the injured few plus having. Uh let's let's talk about the call ups. So um we we have so, oh, have you Josh got trumpets? Pitt. Have you got some trumpets to play for the uh, the arrival of Holly Gable? <laughs> the... Sadly sadly not but I, I do like Ollie so Ollie's uh, thing on so obviously you'll know yourself as well Craig the guys all do their little picture thing at the start of the season and they show it when they score a try or you know kick a conversion or get player of the match and all that sort of thing 
Um, and Glasgow do this like um, it's CubeNet sponsor it, and it's like Defender of the Week. And uh, Ollie Kebble got it this week, and it, it's just it's just Ollie, and he's just doing the shark fin. And I'm I'm all in, <laughs> all in Ollie. You are my you are my god, Ollie Kebble. Uh, so yeah, um, but. First of all, Josh Bayliss is back. He's uh, he, he never left the squad, but he's available. He missed England and Wales games, but uh, Josh Bayliss is available. What a uh, try at the weekend from him, by the uh, way. Right. <laughs> what a try. A step and a half. I've never seen a second row or a back row step like that in my puff before, apart from maybe Mish, but my goodness. That's Amazing. The That's the thing. Like if a, if a Darcy Graham does that, everybody in their... Everybody in the dog is going, what? What? Yeah, yeah I mean, amazing. Great footwork. And, you know, again, just shows, like, the versatility of that back row that Scotland have. I mm. think they have got lots of different options. And it will be really, obviously, we'll, we'll, we'll preview the France game later on, but it'll be really interesting to see what the mix is. Yeah. Um, as you've said, big Ollie, giving them the shark fin. Ollie's back, finally, gets his way into the squad. Um I don't know if it's to replace Rory Sutherland or having Sebastian or both. Well, um, I heard Tom English on today's um, BBC podcast, Rugby BBC podcast, and he mentioned something about there's um, some talk going around about Xander Fagerson. Right, as in not as in as in. He as in not, may not be available for the weekend. As an in injury or as in... Well, he didn't say. He just said there was talk of Xander, you know, Xander Fagerson. Did so Xander I, have four beers? Is this the <laughs> I think he may have. Uh, he may have just just decided to go all uh, go rogue Finn on us. And uh, <laughs> and uh, I do you know who I am? I'm a lions. I'm a lions prop. Um, no, I honestly I do. Uh, by the way, this is this is just something I listened to today. I was out walking the dogs and I stuck it on. And Tom English had said there was there was, there was some mm-hmm. there's talk of Xander Fagerson. So that it's absolutely I might be, and I'm hoping to be absolutely proven wrong. Yeah, I mean that would be that would be deeply concerning um coming up against France mm. with Nail plus Kebble. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well that's that started the podcast off on a really good note. Let's uh, <laughs> let's continue this. Every, like... Oh okay. I think I think I've been corrected, so it's fine. Um oh, I is, think it, I've been is, is he yeah. okay? Is there a comment popped in? Has there's there? a comment popped in. Oh, I was talking about Matt, not Xander. Yep. Yeah. So yes. fingers crossed that's correct. Yes, and as as uh, Brody has rightly said, uh, Simon Bergen has been called up uh, as as the replacement for uh, having Sebastian. I'm not entirely convinced by that either, but hey ho, that's fine. Um, Marshall Sykes and Jamie Lang, uh, Jamie Lang, James Lang. Jamie Lang's a yep. different thing altogether. Uh, yep. James Lang, uh, Lang played very well at the weekend, and we'll, we'll we'll talk about that when we come to Edinburgh. So good to see him in. And then Ollie Smith and Kieran McDonald are added as well. Now, for me, there's again this kind of strikes me as a very Townsend things thing to do, where you bring players into the setup just to have a look at them. Mm. Guys like Ollie Smith, Ollie Smith's not ready for international rugby. Like he's played three games for Glasgow, but. I think it's really, and he's been playing very well, you know, but 
it is one of those ones. I think just getting him in and he's, a, he's he will play for Scotland in the future, but almost just having a look at him. Yeah, it's, it's a, he's a fifteen for Glasgow, yeah. So thirteen, I, I think he's a better thirteen than fullback, but right. he did. He, he he's played both. He played okay at fifteen. Um, mm. He has looked okay. He certainly, from what I've seen, he's bulked up a lot. From like so last last year, he didn't get many opportunities, and he seems to have really hit the strength and conditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, and he definitely, for me, physically looks more suited to thirteen than, yeah. than fifteen now. Um, it was it was quite it was quite stark actually when he ran on. I was like, is that is that the same wee boy that we saw last season? Because he's he's a lot bigger. But uh, but yeah, he plays. He seems to play both very comfortably. So again, that versatility, the Townsend ethos of you know, basically, I think he's going to call Richie Vernon out of retirement. <laughs> well, we're all damned if we're, we're all damned if we're doomed. I should say we're doomed. Doomed, doomed. No, <laughs> doomed. Ev- everyone else is doomed. King Richie will return. Ah, but listen, uh, Wales—that's what Wales are doing. They're dragging all these all these dinosaurs out of uh, retirement to try and cover for injuries and things like that. And I suppose it worked for them last weekend, but uh, well, or the weekend aye, before. But uh, you know, well, I, I, we 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 may come to dinosaurs at some point tonight. Uh, <laughs> I think that might be a topic of conversation for the uh, the Patreon special later on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, probably uh, probably segues quite nicely. And actually, obviously, Kieran McDonald, uh, as I said, has been called up to to the squads. Probably again, real shortage of second rows, and him and Marshall Sykes will be. I mean, definitely bench option there, and you know one of the. Skinner, Skinner wasn't great in the back row, but certainly you yeah. would think from probably Gilchrist and Skinner. My only concern there is you've got two uh, similar players in the sense that they're not like always like a balance in the second row where you've got to go like a, a, a workhorse mm. back row, you know, and then you've got a, a, a swings. So here we go. Um, it's now going to be left to me to try and run through this because uh, I'm thinking, is your is your Wi-Fi starting to panic me a little bit there, John? It started there, you know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the so... blood drained from my face for a second. But yeah, I think um, I, I think if you look at um, oh, Marshall Sykes is very much a Sam Skinner style. Got a little sorry. One of my dogs has just decided to come in and force his way in the door. Um, Marshall Sykes is very much a Skinner. Based, you know, size and and attitude player. Um, you've got your um, uh, your Kieran McDonald is very much, I would say, very much very similar to Grant Gilchrist. And I think it just seems, yes, I think actually, I think you've got. This is going to sound really bad towards Grant Gilchrist. And it's not, but Skinner and Sykes have real. Um, niggle to them you know they are they're strong in the contact they want to win the ball all the time as much as they can so there may be that and then you've got um uh, mcdonald and, and grant gilchrist who i think are very um workmanlike will will run the line out well um and uh and maybe aren't as 
dynamic around the park as the other two. But uh, I think you'll find with those four, they can slot you can slot them in either or, um, and there won't be a major issue. Yeah, I, I think that's absolutely absolutely fair. Um, the the news though is that Kieran McDonald is offski. He is uh, off to join uh, Wasps at the end of the season. Um, so that was announced today. 27-year-old. 20, he's made just shy of 50 appearances for Glasgow. Uh, made his debut in 2016. He's always been a player that... I've, I've always liked him as a player. He's He's been unlucky with injuries. But, I mean, I, going, a team like Wasps is, is a big move for him. And I think I think he'll do well down there. His type of play is, is quite quite premiership like you know you can see mm. see a guy like him doing all right in the premiership well I'm, you know well we just need to look at um a couple of players that have gone down there a couple of second rows that have gone down there you know for example tim swinson who was was retired um and seems to have got a second a second rugby life um the other one that snuck in there um was callum hunter hill who left um who left Edinburgh um, on loan to Saracens and is, is is regularly in the first team for Saracens and is doing a very, very good job. Looks a different player, actually. So I think, um, I, I definitely think, you know, you look at Johnny Gray, went to Exeter and, and, and seems to have, um, he, 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 he's developed his game a little bit more. So I think, I think it, you know, if, if Cairn McDonald's going to become a Scotland cap or has he got a Scotland cap already? No. Uh, I think he's un uncapped. uncapped. So you know, if he if he's if he's going to be um, not the future of our second row, but he's going to be a, a Scotland second row option um, for future, then you know, going down to Wasp isn't going to harm him. That's for sure. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. Uh, and then moving across to your neck of the woods, Craig. So you, this will give you an opportunity to talk at length. And you'll be pleased to know I've done my Edinburgh <laughs> research today instead of saying, has there been any other news? Uh, so Edinburgh have, and I've, oh my goodness, right? The site I'm on has about a billion pop-ups for this, right? Stop okay. it. Right, there we go. So, Edinburgh have uh, re-signed Angus Williams and Harrison Courtney. Yeah. Yep. Right? Yep. yep. So they both re-signed for next season. Both Super Six uh, players originally uh, aligned to Watsonians. Both Scots qualified. Um, Williams, age twenty-eight, uh, he's joined on a full-time contract as opposed to a partnership contract, which he was mm -hmm. on previously. And currently has re-signed, and he's staying on a partnership deal with uh, Watsonians. So, I mean. I guess over to you, Craig. I know I, I know very little about the, these two. Um, the the I've not seen a huge amount of them myself. Um, I've I've obviously seen a couple, of, you know, a couple of games I've played in. They've come on. They've come on uh, to the field. Um, I think it was Williams that that showed a little bit of nervousness with his first game, but actually then got stuck in and was was worked well. They're both Kiwis um, uh, and uh, are both Kiwi born, but they're. Um, uh, I think it's um, Williams. He's has got a mum who's Glasgow born, and then he, it's uh, no, it's Edinburgh born mother Edinburgh actually, born, and uh, and, Courtney, yeah. and Courtney's grandfather is for Dundee, so. Um, 
There we go. We've got, uh, you know, we've got two um, Scots qualified props. Who says that we've got a prop problem in Scotland? <laughs> um, so, uh, no, it, it, they're both good workhorses. They're going to get, as long as they get enough game time um, and as long as they they get the ability to to, to develop, um, then I think it's it, it's a good move. My biggest worry, and, uh, you know, I'm always worried about this side of things, is when we, when we bring players through from the Super 6 or we sign bring play project players in or we bring players into that you know that that hopefully have a future with within the Scotland setup. Um and they come in, they don't get very much game time and then they're gone, they've signed for someone else and they're away down to London Irish or they're away, you know, away back to Super Six or whatever it is. So I, I hope they get a good chance. I hope they get um the opportunity to do to do the job. Yeah, I mean it is it's it's always it's always disappointing when you develop these players and then they do pop off elsewhere. Uh, and I do apologise if my Wi-Fi drops out because it's warning me it might, Craig. So you might need to fill here. Yeah, I will. Uh, I will talk about Edinburgh at length about Blair Kinghorn <laughs> and uh, Magnus Bradbury. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> well, let's move on to the URC uh, then. Edinburgh um, at the weekend, another loss, Craig. Don't look so happy about it, John. Um, <laughs> actually, to be perfectly honest, um, although I was disappointed on the night, and uh, I think uh, Edinburgh, especially the last two games they've played, they can look at the, they can look at themselves and say, you know, if we knock the penalties and we knock the the, the mistakes on the head, um, we could do a good job. And I th- actually think the. I'm going to say this, um, and and poor old that'll take a shine off poor old Simon Zebo's um, uh, uh, hat trick. But I actually think we could have won that game. Um, there was there was the the, the, the gameplay that we had. Um, there was just too many mistakes, too many, you know, and the, and the penalties weren't great either. So, um, uh, you know, in a game that that Henry Purgos gets a try for a snipe, <laughs> I was. It was like, oh, what? He's cut his hair and got rid of his... I don't know if he's still got his stupid moustache, but I think he's grown into a beard now. And actually, <laughs> he's looking a different player. Um, so, you know, I really... I'm, and we forget that Edinburgh, you know, we we, we laugh and, and had some chat on the on the, on the the uh, podcast chat uh, chat group and Johnny was very um, mouthy about... Um, that's probably you, actually, John. I, I probably it was, bit. yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, I... <laughs> And for me, it was, you know, we forget that this is Mike Blair's first season. We're developing as a team, and just because we're sitting or we were sitting top of the top of the URC, um, we we're sitting at the top of the URC because of good gameplay. People not realizing what Edinburgh have become, or to, you know, right now under Mike Blair and how he's intending to play. Um, but again, this is a development time for him and so maybe we got a little bit too ahead of ourselves I don't know but we'll wait and see because I think I actually think if we can knock some if we can get back our, our Scotland players um, and we get a chance at, to have a go at some of those teams again I think there could be a different a different score I, I, I would I would completely agree Craig and I would actually go a step further to say that I think you could have won both matches um, mm-hmm. even though Leinster convincingly you know score wise it was convincing Edinburgh had chances and 
like a couple of those, you convert a couple of those, it's a different game. And uh, yeah, yeah, we have a laugh and a joke in the group chat and stuff like that. But I think you know there there is there is real progress from from Edinburgh's perspective. And I think I think where you are now in the table. I'm not saying right. We'll come to Glasgow in a minute, right? But <laughs> I think where you guys are on the table just now is probably quite reflective of where you should be. Like fifth, fifth, fifth feels about right given how good you've been at the start of the season, the teams you've got to play. I think if you end the season fifth, that's a great result for you. Um, I don't, I don't think much higher than that. I don't think much lower than that. I think that that is about right. Um, and certainly, I think I, I know you were quite vocal actually at the time around the, you know, when we were kind of maybe taking the proverbial a wee bit about. Well, you've still got to play Leinster. You've still got to play Munster, etc. But mm. you were quite vocal at the time to say, "Yeah, no, that that is absolutely the case." And let's see how that goes. But you know, you've put up a good show, and um, as you say, with Scotland Internationals back, you may you, it would have been a different game. Put it that well, way. definitely. The, the last time we went to Munster, away to Munster, and um, we came back with our tails between our legs. And we had the, the, head, the head coach basically saying, well, what do you expect? I played a load of young lads. And and wow. and, and we came back this time going, you know, we could have won that. And, uh, and it was uh, the same situation. You played, a, you, played you had a, a young team out there. There was a lot of young players out there. Yeah, yeah. And I think for me, I, I think if you if you look at it, and and there's been a lot said on, on, on social media about Blair Kinghorn and things like that. But if you look at... The players that we have now in place, um, Immelman was worrying me when I first when I first saw him because he was he, he's 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 for a fullback his kicks from hand weren't looking that great, but actually he settled into it and so we've got we've got a fairly strong fullback in Immelman. We've got two two Argentinian wingers who you know first of all are are um, are lethal and second of all we've got one of them who who can put over a high, high percentage of his kicks. Um, we've got Blair Kinghorn, who is on a development path for a 10. We've got Lang inside him, who uh, is look very sharp on the weekend. Um, you know, we've got, a, we've got a couple of scrum halves who are coming through in the same mould, and we've got another scrum half who, whether he's going to stay on as an elder statesman and, and, and guide the other scrum halves, or what's going to happen with Henry Purgos, he's look, he looks like he's a, a different player. Um, although he's still slow, but he's slow in a controlled. He's a Greek lady, more slow now <laughs> rather than a rather than just a rather slow player. Just slow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so that's you know, and and we've got a forward pack that that, and and this is one thing I'll say for Cockers, he knew how to build a forward pack, and and we've got we've got a forward pack that that no matter who you put in, um, on the day we've got the ability to turn turn over teams. So, yeah. I. I the, you know, and oh yeah, and and the last thing I want to say is defence. Now, okay, fair enough, we've leaked a few tries this, over the last, but we're up against quality, quality teams. Um, but our defence, I would take this defence every day and twice on Sundays two years ago. So yeah. um, on on my side of things, I think we've we've seen a a large change already, and I, I, I'm I'm quite excited about the future. You know, I mean, I I totally agree. I think it should, should be. So I, I I watched the I watched the Edinburgh game back. Um, and 
the the one guy in the back she didn't actually mention, Mark Bennett. Again, mm. it looks it looks like a, a player reborn again yeah. this season. Just the that, that that there's no substitute for that pure pace and that step and just you know lo- love watching him play. Uh, really impressed with the boy Muncaster as well. I thought he mm. had a fantastic game. Um, again, just showing what what you're looking for in a kind of abrasive back row. You want someone just to go and smash people, and he done that in spades. So um, I was I was very impressed. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's it's an exciting time. I think uh, I think um, we do, we also. Um, you know, we've got players that are coming through, youth players that are coming through, like, for example, Cami Hutchison, for example, who, um, is it Cami Hutchison or Harris? Hutchison, I think, um, who looks incredibly strong at 12. Um, and then, you know, my only my only view, if, if you're going to ask me about, you know, if you ever ask me about a regret, I really regret not keeping Matt Scott. You know, yeah, that would have been, that would have been a real... Big loss to us. Big, Big loss. loss. He's, he's, he, again, like obviously, I've I've had my words about Matt Scott at an international level. I think Matt Scott at club level, he is the ideal player for Edinburgh, for Glasgow, for you know the clubs down south. I think he's a brilliant club player. He's the sort of guy you can rely on week in week week out to deliver quality at club yeah. level internationally. Yeah. I think his defence gets found out and. That's why you know people always go on about the every time a squad gets announced, where's Matt Scott? Where's Matt Scott? Why is he not getting his shot? He doesn't get his shot because defensively he just isn't. You know he's not far off, but he's just yeah. not at that level that the other guys are at. But club level, yeah, I think a huge, huge loss for you. And again, oh, and how much it. of that? Oh, sorry, no, it's just in this style, this new style of Edinburgh. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was well. We talked about it ages ago um, on the pod when I first came on the pod. You know, my you know my ideal centre partnership was 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 um, uh, Mark Bennett and Matt Scott. They would they were just they were phenomenal for a season. Electric, electric. yeah, and that was a cocker season as well. You know, yeah. um, with his gameplay. So you know, and this, I just, oh, it's just, it's just. Something that we, you know, we don't have it, so we can't really talk about it much. But you throw, you throw in a 10 that can actually distribute, yeah, into that mix. Because again, obviously, during the Cockers era, you were you, you were yakwin, and he's got his he's got his talents, but setting a, a center partnership alight is not one of them. No, Claire, no King, Claire Kinghorn is very good at it, and we saw it at the weekend as well. I, I noted it as I was watching it, I thought Craig <laughs> is going to enjoy that. Because there was a, a particular moment where he break again, just breaks that first tackle, ball yeah. round the back, flicks yeah. it round. Ideal. That's that, that. That to me is the sort of ten you want. If he's going to play ten, that's the style. I don't yeah. really, I don't really need him firing thirty yard passes off either hand. Actually, I no. I, I want him running at people and committing defenders. Um, it's a different style of ten, but it's effective. So you know, battering. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Anything more you want to say on your boys before we head? We take we take our take our uh, preferable Scottish rugby bus and head the other side. No, uh, I think we've talked. Well, I've definitely talked a lot about them. So uh, yeah, good. I, have I given you enough time? I haven't talked over you. 
<laughs> I've talked over you a couple of times already, so I'll, I'll shut up now. So we'll be getting angry letters again. <laughs> to, to be very clear to anyone listening, um, we have we 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 had some feedback. Uh, Craig Craig got uh, uh, some idiot criticised Craig saying that he, um, he wouldn't let me speak, which everyone knows that's actually a great idea. But um, <laughs> when it comes to Edinburgh, uh, it's a great idea to stop you speaking. That's for sure. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty much, yeah. But uh, just to be clear, me and Craig, we are good chums. We are fine. Don't you worry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let so disappointing defeat for Edinburgh down to fifth in the table. But again, lots of hope, lots of promise. Let's see where things pan out. I think that's a. Uh, that's 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 going to be. I, I reckon you will finish fifth. That that's my prediction now, and I see that the boss is checking in on us. Yeah, yes, I just noticed that as well. No, I, I think I think here we go. Just checking in. Delighted to see you're still talking to each other. Oh, thanks, Cam. Yeah, it's nice. Of you. Nice of you to check in, Dad. Appreciate. Yeah, aye, you could, could could be on helping us out, but you know what else? The, the, the question <laughs> is who's who's the babysitter and who's the uh, who's the child getting looked oh, after. That's the question. Like, right, so you before you joined the podcast, Craig, you know fine well that when I was in charge, things went pear-shaped. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know you're on babysitting duty tonight, mate. <laughs> so moving across across the Emmy, over over to over to Scotland, uh, Glasgow very um <laughs> A stodgy victory would be a kind way of putting it uh, against Benetton. Um, for, <laughs> there's, there's not much to say about it, really. It was it was Glasgow's season for me in a nutshell. It was error strewn. It was in the ill disciplined. There was a couple of moments of brilliance that got the win. Mm. But other than that, like a lot of people, and you know, I keep an eye on quite a lot of the forums and things like that, and a lot of people were saying, maybe disrespectfully to Benetton, that that's a it's a point lost to not get a bonus point there. Those people to me didn't see the conditions because it was utterly horrendous weather. <laughs> It played the weather played into Benetton's hands. To be perfectly honest, in my yeah. well, in, in my mind, um, if you look at, you know, if we're talking about Zebri, yes, it's a point lost against Zebri, but um, against Benetton, you know, a lot of people we get the same thing with Italy um, in the Six Nations. Um, Benetton are not to be messed with, and uh, and and not to be taken taken for granted because they will bite you back at some point. And, well, both of us, both Edinburgh and Glasgow, exactly, have been yeah. bitten back by Benetton at home. And, uh, you know, they, they, for me, they've got the forward pack that will do a wheels to Scotland and that is grind you down and make you make your mistakes, you know? Um, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's interesting, isn't it? Because it's like, <coughs> we, always, we always talk about mistakes in these kind of games and it's almost like, is it mistakes or is it the opposition, as, as you say, just grinding you down, use the conditions effectively? Um, it's it's a difficult one. I think I think Glasgow fans, a lot of sensible Glasgow fans have just said, 
you know what? Four points in the bag. We move on. Conditions were not ideal. Probably the standard. So we had uh, a debut. Oh, well, a kind of debut. A first start for the lesser spotted Diego Miotti uh, at 10. Who, um, I mean, he kind of looked better than Duncan Weir. So that was enough for me. Yeah, yeah. I guess for me, um, uh, well, for me, when Ross Thompson came on, you saw an, uh, you saw a difference. Aye. So that that you know, don't get me wrong. The guy, this is his first start, and 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 you know, it was in the pouring rain and the wind, and and he was probably sitting thinking to himself, "Why have I signed up for coming here?" <laughs> um, but, uh, but you know, uh, I'm not going to write him off just yet. No, no <coughs> I, I, I think that's absolutely fair. I, I guess, yeah, you're absolutely right. The step up, and it probably shows how far Ross Thompson's come in yeah. just just under two seasons that, you know, he is substantially more experienced and composed than a guy who's got 16 caps for Argentina. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, other than that, like, it's a hard one. Like, I think... You know, Glasgow's discipline let them down again, but Ollie Smith, as you said, playing 15 this time, he was he was probably the standout player uh, for for Glasgow. Um, back row was quiet. Mm. George Horn again. It was one of those ones. Like I thought, I saw Horn like last last week against Munster and thought Horn is back. This mm. is. Uh, Hornito has returned, but again, it was subdued. Lots of niggle, lots of kind of moaning about things. It, it, it strikes me as a guy, and I know obviously you've got a personal connection to the club, so you know you you you'll have your view on it. It strikes me as a guy who's not happy in his rugby just now, and I yeah. really think a change would suit him. Yeah, I th- and and this has got. I have not talked to George. I've not spoken to him for some time, um, so I'm not going to. I'm saying this, uh, and one of our one of our Facebook users has uh, has has yeah, mentioned it as well yeah, yeah, yeah. in the co- in the comments. Um, and I've said it before, uh, but this is not coming from George on. So anyone that's listening from Glasgow, the SRU, that he has not spoken to me about it at all. <laughs> but he needs to move. He's just. I think. I think he's just. He needs to be. He needs someone to turn in and say. Put their arm around him and say, "You're on nine. Come on, let's go. You're going to help shape this team and move this team forward." Um, and I don't think he's getting that anymore from from Glasgow. Um, yeah. And and he needs to move. I think I think he and I, and I honestly, if he if he resigns again for Glasgow, it's his own bloody fault. Ah, uh, um, yeah, yep. you know. Uh, but I think I think he needs to move. He's just, yeah, I really, um, I, I. I I like him a lot. I think uh, when I think I remember the f- first time I saw him on the TV. I think it was under twenty Scotland, and he he joined or was it Glasgow when he joined the mall, and he was yeah. shoving, um, you know. And uh, anyway, this this is me tirading about George, but um, dragging people out the mall and like bat. Yeah, it was yeah. absolutely going. Yeah, that's the and, George Horn that we want to see. Yeah, because he'll win you. A, he'll win you a game. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. You know, 100%. Um, and he doesn't look like right now he's going to win you a game. So the the only other thing to note from the Glasgow game probably was that 
Rufus McLean, as talented and magnificent a winger as he is, cannot score a try with his face. <laughs> that poor lad, that is going to be a, a gif. Um, it may be, it may end up being, I don't know what an NFT is, but it's going to end up as one of them as well. And it's just, the poor lad, um, it's going to be replayed on on um, on Sky's funniest rugby moments. It just, <laughs> the poor lad, because he got up and he had the proper red marks all in his face from a bit of the old, uh, the old 4G burn as well. What, oh. you know, did he end up going off for an, an HIA as well? Um, that's a good, good question, actually. Because it was my missus was watching him, she went, he's taking a fair bang there. And, it was uh, it was a fair done off the turf. He gave, uh, uh, yeah, oh, no. <laughs> Total gutter. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, I would say we've all been there, Craig, but, you know, we, we've we've been considered to be of the, the lesser try-scoring variety of rugby players in our time. So, <laughs> I'd have to stretch my hammies off a little bit to get to yeah. close to the way Oh, no. Well, that's it. You know, <laughs> to, 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 <laughs> exactly. to, coin, to coin an Alex Fergus, uh, or was it, well, it was Walter Smith, actually, uh, who said, you know, talking about, I think it was Ali McCoy at the time, it's like, I don't care how many he misses, because he's in the right positions. And what yeah. one will go in at some point. So, Rufus, you keep doing you, son. Keep <laughs> keep sliding in with your face. You'll be fine. Um, <laughs> He's definitely going to be in Glasgow being called Heed the Ball. That's for sure. Heed the Ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, <laughs> so let's move on then. Um, because obviously this is great because we segue beautifully here. Because Rufus is, of course, in the Scotland setup. Yep. Upcoming fixture at the weekend against France. I read the BBC's article on this earlier on, and genuinely, I thought, based on that, there is literally no point in Scotland turning up. Um, we should just literally give them the five points and save ourselves because clearly France are the best team that have ever played rugby in the history of rugby according to that article yes and the problem I have is that I agree with a lot of it because France are playing some phenomenal rugby at this moment in time Yep. the problem we have and the problem that everyone gets suckered into, and they've said it twice before, when France is coming, when we went to France, and when when France came to us, France are going to win this. They're going to win the grand. They're going to, they're going to win the the championship. They're going to yep. because this this is the this is the France that's going to go to the World Cup and win the World Cup. France still have an issue with losing themselves somehow. Agreed. And and no matter what, everyone keeps going. Oh, that's just typical. That that's a lazy comment because France are uh, you know France are far better than the days where they, they they would they were almost Scotland. You know, having a mercurial player here that's going to score them lots of points and then they're going to mess it up. It's bollocks. Sorry, I shouldn't say that on the open on the, until the uh, <laughs> until the uh, patrons. But, but yeah, I think I think for us, I think we've we've got a good chance of of overturning them this weekend. But we also have the, a very very good chance of um, everyone going. Well, see, told you so. Because France will be brilliant. You just don't know. 
I think that's fair. Apologies if I might be playing out. So, uh, we need to. Um, yes, France. France are. They have the potential to blow any team in the world off the park. Yeah. But they also have the potential to absolutely implode. And I've been saying this. There is that that part of their game. Thinking about the 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 Intermac moment, right against the All Blacks. That's what everybody goes back to. Going, this is French rugby at its absolute best. The guy has literally done any other. You do that on a Sunday afternoon or a Saturday afternoon, and your coach will punch you in the face <laughs> because it is mental. You talk about percentage plays, right? Ninety-nine times out of hundred, he gets smashed. They get turned over. They can see their try. The fact that it came off, great, uh, amazing rugby, and great to have that confidence. But it is flying by the seat of your pants, rugby, and that, as we know, has great potential to go horribly wrong. So. It's weird because we're playing probably the best team in the world just now, but I think we're going to win. Yeah, I don't want to get too. I got too ahead of myself at the, at the beginning of the season, so at the beginning of the Six Nations, so I have to be ah, careful here. Just, just um, yeah. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting because I'll be clunking off my. Wa- I've been on the wagon for the last two months, and I'm clunking off it this weekend because I'm going to Murrayfield. But um, I think the for me. Um, I'm really looking forward to the game because I really think we're going to see some phenomenal rugby, whichever way it goes. But I really, you know, we've, we've got Finn Russell, and I think he'll be back on his back on his um, on his game this weekend because he's up against old foes uh, and current foes, and he knows what he's going to do. Um, and then on the other side of things, I think we'll, you know, we just have to be careful with um, getting bullied around the park by the French forwards. That's the only my only concern. Yeah. So, are we? Yeah, are we going to win? Basically, are we going to win? For me, uh, for me, I would, I would, I would count on us winning. Yes, I'd like win? to put it. Comfortably. Sorry? Are we going to win no, comfortably? I think we're going to squeak it by three points. Ah, oh, that that that's that's the optimism we like. Are we, are we, are we, <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't ask. Uh, no, <laughs> you know, you know I, th- I think you're absolutely right. I think, um, I, th- I think it could be more comfortable than three points, but I think it will be a tight game. I think France, France will be favourites. The weather's going to play a part again. Yeah. Actually, in this instance, I think the weather suits us as opposed to France. Um, so. Yeah, let's let let's see. But I I I'm gonna go Scotland by five. Oh, well, there you go. Well, it's not that much of an extra couple of points, you know. It's not that. Ah, but no. I, I think we do. I think again. I think we've talked about this before, and 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 I got fairly riled up about it at the beginning of this. At the beginning of the Six Nations, we have to prove ourselves. We have to. Mm-hmm. We this is our time. Yep. And and if we and okay, fair enough. Um, we are going up against a juggernaut. Not only in size and, and and playing ability, but also as favourites and as as the hype train, the French hype train continues. We are they they will have their tails up, and and they have some phenomenal players there. So some real like make a difference players. 
But you know, we've got we're at home. They don't like coming to coming to Scotland. Um, you know, we've got a phenomenal fan fan base that absolutely lifts you up in the stadium. So there's a good chance. There's a good chance, and that's that for a Scotland team to be saying that against, as we've said, probably the best team in the world. That is that's progress. Absolutely. Even given what happened in Wales, so. Um, I'm and hoping talked, Wales was an anomaly. We've talked, we've talked that to death. So let's, yeah, Wales in true sportsman. Um, moving on from defeat, that is, that is that, and we focus on now. So, uh, so yeah, I mean the plan, the plan this week. We obviously we're looking. We do our only, only Finns uh, preview pods where we once the team gets announced we would like to do a wee podcast just to talk about the the game in a bit more depth so we'll not we'll not overdo it on here because we have on occasion went down the route of predicting teams and promptly within you know almost by the time someone has downloaded the audio podcast the team is out and we are out of date um so um i think the other thing to note and i, I noticed this start the other day France haven't won the Six Nations. If they don't win it this year, I think it'll be 12 years. Mm. Mm. That is surprising. I think I think it's it's you know, I think with with but again again we go back to and it's again we're gonna I'm gonna use this this lazy um or people people say it's a lazy point about French uh, about the French. We are in a situation where they they build a head of steam and then absolutely throw it away. Aye. And 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 it's it, how many times have we looked, watched them in the World Cup or watched them in the Six Nations, where they've punched someone, elbowed someone, um, not knowing when the t- when the clock's about to run, going to the red, <laughs> got confused about how many points they need to win the championship, all these different things, and imploded. And I yeah. think I think that's where I'm hoping. You know, Galti is it Galti the coach? Um, Galti is the coach. Yep. Yeah. Um, he 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 seems to have his head screwed on, even though he's got the fa- most fabulous glasses in the world. Yeah, I mean, like when I get my next pair of glasses, I'm getting a pair of those. those hey, listen, they are fabulous. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and 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 obviously they they're bringing you know Sean Edwards bring brings them a, a ferociousness that that maybe they've been lacking. So. We'll wait and see, um, but I think I think the stars are aligning. I think if France are going to do something, you'll see them win the Six Nations next year, and they'll go on to win. You'll know, get into the final of the World Cup, and then it's yep. up to them. But I, I don't think they're there yet. Yeah, I I, I think you're right. I think uh, season too early, and I think it will just the it'll be peaking next season. All. All coming together at the right time. So, yeah, um, yeah. but let's let's wait and see. As you'll see um, tonight, those of you who are listening on audio, you'll not be able to see this. But I am sporting uh, an Italian rugby top tonight in solidarity with our Italian friends. Who yet again, um, we'll just touch on this before the end, and we might come back to it. Hands of the rock, Craig. Um, Italy again. The daily the daily fail put out a horrendously clickbait article regarding South Africa replacing Italy in the Six Nations. Um, people seem to just forget that Italy actually part-owned the Six Nations. Yeah. 
So they're not going to vote to leave. They really aren't. And and also, you know, the basic bottom line. And 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 you know, we we have to we have to talk about this and the fact that if we did it, if it happened, you are killing Italian rugby. Aye. Stone dead. Stone dead. Um and there have been people have invested their time, their money and their lives into Italian rugby over the 20, last 20 years and you will kill it. Yep. And I, 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 I honestly don't see it happening. I don't think it should happen. Um, and, uh, and and if the, you know, the South Africans have fallen out with Sanzar and have thrown the toys, toys out the pram with all of that, why do we want them to come here and throw their toys around, you know? Well, it's... But dollar yeah, in it, yeah, but yeah. but then I would then strongly. I mean, it's funny because people were talking actually about the. I saw, oh, it was one of those not. I'm not even going to dignify them with naming them, but one of the clickbait rugby sites that we all know and despise put out a. Oh, wouldn't it be great if the team that finished sixth in the Six Nations played the team that won the Euro Championships? Um in a two-legged match to see promotion and relegation from the Six Nations. Mm. And it's like, every time we do this, right? So, Italy have played Georgia and absolutely thumped Georgia a number of times. The gap is massive, right? So, you either say Six Nations, the Six Nations is staying as it is. Italy are not going anywhere, right? Yes, they are behind the other sides, but then Scotland were miles behind mm-hmm. the other four, and the gap now is much closer. Things yeah. change. Progress yeah. is made, right? That will happen. I think if South Africa joined, you're then looking at probably another country joining as well to mm. then bring it up to eight, and then that becomes a... Oh, almost a, a, it's like a mini World Cup at that point. Yeah, um, yeah. So let's see what happens. But South African money, you know, they've managed to wriggle their way into the the URC. I think the direction of travel is clearly they want them in the Six Nations, mm. Seven Nations, Eight Nations. I mean, Seven Nations would be quite good, and then we can get uh, the White Stripes to just do the theme for it, and that'll be us <laughs> sorted. Yeah. The thing is, the problem you have though is that, is that with especially with with what you just mentioned, the promotion and relegation, um, you know, and and again, and and you know, I'll 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 quote him because because I really like what he says. I I think he's a fabulous journalist and a great writer. But Tom English again said this yesterday or today. England had a really bad. They've had a couple of really bad Six Nations and have have been fifth. Yep. quite a, a few times um and all you need is england to come last italy to, ha- italy to build up england to come last and then have a bad game Aye. is that going to happen are they going to let that happen of course so why are, so why are we talking about them and us or, or yeah. why are we talking about england you know italy should be thrown out or they should play this relegation game or whatever they play yeah. um but oh it won't happen for us, you know. So if, if they want to do something like that, that's fine, but they have to accept the consequences. If you think for a second that the television companies that are invested and CVC who are invested in the Six Nations are going to allow 
a France who finished fifth, Ireland mm. have finished fifth, England have finished fifth, mm. Wales have had the wooden spoon in the past. Mm-hmm. Mm. If you think for a second they're going to let them get relegated and removed, given that the TV deals are signed years in advance, aye, you're, you're, you're clearly delusional. So you're yeah. absolutely right. It's It should not be, and it won't be one rule for them and one rule for us because Italy are one-sixth shareholder within this company, so it's not going to happen. The only way that South Africa join the Six Nations is if it becomes seven or more, and then we get to make more jokes about numbers. So that is is good fun. (laughs) But I think that shall do us for the regular... Can I mention one wee thing? Sorry, Um, Scotland women take on Colombia tomorrow in Dubai for their World Cup qualifier. It's tomorrow, isn't it? Yes. It is tomorrow. I was trying to find uh, out when it was, sorry. So it's uh, it's been Colombia. Colombia have dispatched Kazakhstan. So um, it is uh, Scotland v. Is it Colombia? I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure it's Colombia. Um, so uh, just uh, big big ups to them and good luck and uh, from all of us at the Scottish Rugby Podcast. And I Absolutely. hope it's a great game. Fingers crossed. 80 minutes away from a World Cup, that would be an incredible achievement. And you're absolutely right. Uh, all the best of luck to the to the girls. And uh, yeah, I I genuinely can't wait to celebrate that and then watch them at a World Cup. It'll be amazing. It'll be amazing. It's such such a fillet for 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 women's rugby in Scotland. Such a fillet for rugby in Scotland because it's fantastic. So no, thank you for mentioning that, Greg. You're absolutely right. Uh, so I think if that's us for now, we will dispatch with the. The 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 the, the Kunzel Telly mob. <laughs> the, the, I don't know if you really want to be starting calling our our, our followers <laughs> a Kunzel Telly mob now. Come on now. Our, valued, know, our valued what uh, fans our, and watchers are our, fans. That sounds our, our valued freeloaders who don't pay their pay. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'm jo- I'm joking. I'm joking, guys. Guys, we love you. Uh, but yes, we are going to go on to pay TV now. So. Um, it has been a pleasure as always. Um, big thanks to everyone who's joined us tonight. Thank you for all the comments. Uh, Cammy's probably going to shoot me now, but that's okay. Um, so uh, I guess it's goodbye from myself and goodbye from Craig. Goodbye, all. Have a great night.